Welcome to the VA Tourism Podcast. I'm Koji Bent Williams. The VA Tourism Podcast is dedicated to Africa's travel and tourism industry, where leaders from the private and public sectors get to talk to us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. In today's episode, the new president and chairperson of the African Association of Vista Experiences and Attractions, Avia, Mpume Mabuza outlines her priorities for the association. Good morning, Mpume, and welcome to the VA Tourism Podcast. Uh, again, I mean, it's taking us quite a, a, a long time to have you on this uh, program. Uh, let me start off by congratulating you on your new appointment as the as the as a CEO and chairperson of Avia. Thank you so much, Kojo. Good morning to you as well. It's uh, fantastic to finally be able to do this conversation here on the podcast. It's a great platform. Thank you. Great. Now, uh, let's start off from uh, what AVIA means. People don't know AVIA, you know, so if you may want to, you know, give us a brief of exactly what AVIA is, what you do, your mandates and all of that. Okay. Yeah, um, so I am the president and board chairperson of AVIA. Um, In my day job, I'm the CEO of Downtown Music Hub, which we can talk about separately. Um, But AVIA is um, basically the uh, only uh, association on the African continent that offers learning and educational um, opportunities for attractions professionals. And by attractions, um, we are talking about um, any resource, basically, that um, offers uh, whether paid or free of access, um, uh, you know, the, the, and and attracting both local and international visitors um, to its location. And it can be man-made or a natural resource, um, you know, developed and managed um, so that uh, those visitors can come through, whether, you know, the purpose is education, um, interest or entertainment. That is what is, an attraction is. And I wanted to start there, um, Kojo, uh, because many times people don't really understand what is an attraction within the entire tourism uh, industry. And attractions, um, uh, to just give you examples, would be museums, uh, game parks, theme parks, water parks, national parks, uh, game reserves, uh, national, um, you know, uh, heritage uh, uh, kind of sites and museums, um, entertainment uh, centers, uh, adventure uh, activities, etc. So that's basically what we are talking about when we say attractions and experiences. And experiences in particular will include anything that provides an experience of that particular, you know, uh, place and space uh, that showcases, uh, it could be culture, it could be its norms, it could be entertainment, um, it could be an event 
um, uh, you know, such as your Afrochella, for example, in Ghana, um, that's uh, definitely, a, a, you know, an experience. Your reed dance in Swaziland and the one in KwaZulu, um, and, and there's so many others. Uh, on the African continent. So Avia provides those opportunities um, for attractions, professionals, the people behind the scenes who put together and manage those attractions um, to come together to connect um, and even to collaborate and learn from uh, one another and also learn, um, you know, industry best practice. We as Avia would love to connect uh, the attractions, professionals, for the purposes of really finding the best practice uh, for Africa, because Africa, as we know, is unique, has um, such a rich and diversity in terms of attractions and experiences uh, for visitors throughout the globe. And, um, and, and we would like to define that unique uh, offering that uh, our attractions um, have, uh, uh, you know, are designed to to offer the entire globe. Okay, great. Now, uh, uh, now taking over the the, the you know the mandate as a as as a head of the organization, what are your priorities, short to medium term, and how uh, do you want to drive membership on African continent? So, um, Avia, you know, is a, 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 an association that has been in transition over the past year. And so, because we recognize that visitor experiences and attractions are central to the total visitor experience of a particular place, African experiences in particular um, have such an educational and transformative um, uh, experience to offer in terms of um, what visitors value in, in, in a particular place. Post-COVID in particular, tourists are looking for meaningful and immersive experiences, and we have them. Um, and so our rallying point will, you know, is to bring together the professionals behind um, all these um, amazing attractions that are spread throughout the continent um, and uh, to come together to learn the best practices, to support, uh, provide support um, and hold each other accountable in terms of excellence and quality standards to make sure at the end of the day that the that Africa remains really competitive. We believe that it is attractions um, that have a key that can unlock further competitiveness of Africa as a continent. Um, I mean, if you think of some of our unique uh, uh, attractions and experiences um, in Swakopmund, if you you take a skydive there, it's different from any other skydive sky in the world because um, from the top, you are seeing the view of the blue Atlantic Ocean living in perfect harmony with the, that oldest desert in the world, the Namib Desert. In Mauritius, you can experience the seven colored earths like a rainbow on the soil um, of the, uh, you know, of the earth, which is 
completely different to anything you you'll see in the world the victoria falls i mean um uh, the list goes on and on the great migration of uh, the wildebeest and other wild animals between the serengeti and the masai mara uh, national parks so really diverse and there's many many more and um we are saying that there is such a value um in terms of the 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 meaningful work that attractions do separately but now through the association we can come together and do even more promote intra africa travel and help bolster the tourism industry against global impacts like covid and many others um and build the resilience within the industry this is why we must come together as a community that's what avia is all about okay great so uh maybe where are your final words around uh how i mean uh tourism authorities the whole ecosystem would have to understand the value of attraction space because you know it is always consumed under of course it's you know it's under tourism but it's only when we can be able to understand and contextualize what it, uh you know what it is and its value to the to the entire uh chain that we are able to pay attention to uh, you know aviation space on that score what are you going to do I'm glad you've asked that question uh Kojo because Avia's a part of uh, what Avia does is to represent lobby and advocate for the importance of the attractions industry to authorities at all levels from local uh to national to to international and so it's part of our responsibility as Africa's voice for tourism attractions and experiences to engage at those levels um also at the same time make sure that the industry remains a professional industry you know um the certification of attractions manage managers is something that Avia has done and will continue to do in partnership with um you know our uh, uh international uh, association which we are we form part of which is called IAPA that's the global association for tourism attractions um avia is is value also Uh, pertains the benchmarking and sharing of industry uh, intelligence uh, collecting data track the industry trends and performance conduct research and have that intelligence that we can share with our members and so um the opportunities are really endless even just simple networking opportunities and so what we are saying to to tourism uh, uh industry organizations and partners at all levels is that we you know it's important that we work together with them um and leverage their meaningful work and great that work that they are already doing in the tourism industry for example we are talking to the uh, tourism grading council of south africa um and we would love to talk to other you know many other uh, industry organizations throughout the continent um uh, with the tourism grading council we are we we are engaging uh, one another about um how to hold it you know uh, uh, each other accountable um as the tourism industry 
on the quality of uh, and, and the standard in terms of customer service, in terms of product quality that we offer uh, our visitors. And so it's 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 going to be really incumbent to to work together with our uh, tourism partners and not reinvent the wheel in terms of what they are already doing. I know Kojo, um, and you will know this of many. Uh, tourism or even sorry industry conferences that are determined um, uh, based on what is on offer in terms of tourism attractions within that particular region or that particular city or even that particular country and so tourism attractions become really important in terms of uh, even bringing uh, business and and booster and bo boosting the economy um, uh, uh, around that particular uh, region or country. So Pume, I mean, I I, I know you wear two hats, uh, or now you wear two hats, or uh, a woman with many parts. Uh, you are the CEO at a, your downtown uh, music hub. Uh, can you tell us more about it? And then, if you can dovetail that into, you know, the business of uh, uh, music and why it should be our business as tourism people. Awesome. Thank you uh, for, for this question. Kojo, um, my role as CEO of Downtown Music Hub is to lead this um, uh, iconic music recording facility um, so that it transforms into a vibrant music heritage precinct it, right in the heart of Johannesburg, um, which economically impacts the inner city in terms of re its regeneration. So incidentally, uh, this week on the 15th of June, uh, the city of Johannesburg will be awarding Downtown Music Hub with a blue plaque, which officially recognizes our iconic recording studios for the contribution that they've made to the music industry and to the cultural landscape of Johannesburg, the city of gold. So um, what is downtown music all about, really? We offer cutting edge recording facilities um, for the pre and post production of music, film, and other creative uh, products. And we, over the many decades in South Africa, because of Gallo Records, who used and, and built these um, uh, facilities, um, the hub is known for uh, having produced amazing global hits over many decades. And, and we are talking about the music of people like uh, Huma Sakela, Miriam Makeba, Simply Red, U2, Oliver Mtuguzi, uh, Angelique Kijo, Yusondo, Kirk Franklin, the list is endless, really. Lucky Dube is one of them, Brenda Farsi. I can go on for days about that. And um, we have the largest recording desk in Africa. And that talks to the fact that the sound quality that you, you get when you're a musician using those facilities compares with the best in the world. So through the programs of Downtown Music Hub, we create an enabling environment for the creation of world-class quality products, for collaboration, for networking, for education and skills upliftment, uh, job creation, access to the market, um, etc. So the hub was designed to be a catalyst for transformation in the music industry, and it has done that successfully. So music 
Um, you know, you were asking me the other day, uh, Kojo, about whether I get frustrated or angry or anything about uh, the fact that music um, in Africa hasn't quite gotten to the business level that it truly can be. And, um, you know, Downtown Music Hub has, for example, launched its uh, music business incubator program where we uh, want to make sure that the new breed of uh, musicians um, uh, you know, is equipped with knowledge, with insight um, to understand that, um, you know, talent is not the only thing that's important. What's also important is to master your business as a musician, as a music role player, as a music entrepreneur, to understand that there's revenue streams um, that you have access to um, uh, as a role player, to understand your copyright law within your country. Um, uh, you know, we've had some really uh, uh, disheartening case studies over many, many years um, uh, in terms of history. And we want to change that game. We want to make sure that our musician is a, an entrepreneur. You know, we want to have more Black Coffees, Burner Boys, Shoma Josies, uh, Peace Squares of this world. Um, and there's a, a new breed of those entrepreneurs in terms of music that we would like to see in Africa. And so the role of music within tourism is critical. You know, um, our studios, for example, um, uh, as I've indicated, uh, have a rich heritage um, uh, uh, you know, that comes with them. And so that's what has attracted, for example, Gauteng Tourism um, to then uh, train uh, our music legends so that they become certified tour guides to tell the stories of the, you know, the, the rich history in terms of our music. Um, our music on the continent is very much aligned with, with our political history as well. And so this becomes quite important in terms of um, uh, tourism um, and and what um, you know and and the, how the ecosystem within music can then be can then continue to support um, tourism and and vice versa. The music heritage showcases the history um, of our music, how it aligns um, with, with 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 our cultures, and many African events uh, offer you know such amazing cultural experiences. Um, you know, uh, I mentioned some of them earlier. And so the economic contribution of music spans all the sectors that you can really think of. I'm always fascinated by the psychology behind the use of music in restaurants, for example, where if it's a fine dining restaurant, the music will be, you know, softer, classical and conducive to you staying there and really engaging with um, whoever you are with at that particular time. Whereas in a fast food outlet, you will find more, you know, faster music, more of your pop, more of your bomb, um, and, and, and those kind of music genres that influence a particular behavior in terms of the consumer. Restaurants have to pay collective collecting agencies in terms of the music industry who then um, uh, uh, distribute royalties, royalty income to the professionals behind each particular song from your 
producer to your recording label to your musician your vocalist your songwriter and 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 the the ecosystem is really wide and so music play a really important role within tourism and at the hub we want musicians to be empowered and not disenfranchised and that's part of the reason why we exist and why this rich history um is so important uh great before uh, um, I let you go, uh, for those interested to become members of Avia and uh, you know participate in your activities, how do they how do they proceed from here? What are the modalities? If you want to share some light on this. Great. So we are currently finalizing the new strategy of Avia. And um, as I said, we'll be partnering with IAPA uh, to hold the AVIA conference for 2024. The road leading to this conference will consist of in-person engagements uh, with all our current and prospective members uh, to share our plans and to get to know our community across the continent even better. So to become a member, uh, you may visit uh, our website with pleasure, www.avia.org avia.org and avia is spelled double a v e a and um, there's a members tab there uh, with all the necessary information for membership or you can simply send us an email at info at avia.org um, avia is also available on all social media platforms we really look forward to um, uh, engaging all the new and the many prospective uh, uh, attractions and experiences throughout our beautiful continent Thank you so much, my friend, and you have a great day. Thank you, Kojo. You too. Keep well. Bye.